This is Aaron Golub, host of the Blind Ambition Podcast. We'll be bringing you world-class leaders, entrepreneurs, and athletes, people who have overcome obstacles and used their ambition to create enormous success in their lives. If you enjoy this podcast, if you get anything out of it, the only thing I'll ever ask is that you subscribe, rate, and review. Hope you enjoy. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Aaron Golub, and this is another week of Blind Ambition. Today, I'm joined by Parker Kane. Parker is a beatboxer, speaker, podcast host. Parker, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me on the show, Aaron. I appreciate it. Oh, of course. I'm, I'm really excited to dive into you know, your story and, and what led you to where you are today. And you know, you have a very unique story, I think different than a lot of other speakers in the way that you kind of found yourself into that light. And, you know, I know it started off beatboxing in, in a unique way, in a unique area. Could you talk to that a little and kind of how that all got started? Yeah. So I was uh, born in the 90s and I was big into listening to NSYNC uh, with my family among a bunch of other different artists. Um, but as part of listening in, my family would enjoy singing along and I would try to sing along and I would sound terrible. I would totally ruin it for my family. They were all sounding incredible. And when I would try to chime in, it would sound bad. Uh, and then one time, Justin Timberlake came out on stage. We were watching this, this concert of theirs on TV. They were performing at Madison Square Garden. Uh, and he didn't sing. He was beatboxing. And my mom was like, oh, Parker, maybe you should try that. Like, <laughs> maybe you should try beatboxing so you could still participate, but not like ruin it for us. Yeah. And uh, so I tried it and I was hooked and I was pretty good at it just initially. Obviously, I practiced and got much better, but it, it was just something that I kind of clung to. And at the time, I was only nine years old and I just never stopped. And so that became something probably my first real thing that I was passionate about. And I moved forward with that. And, and pretty much every decision I made was, was how can I advance my beatboxing career? <laughs> so that's awesome. Uh, that's how it started. That's awesome. And you know, what led you to really be getting noticed? You know, I know that you talk about that story about you beatboxing in a McDonald's, you know, dive into that a little and then, you know, a, the background of how you got yourself noticed and then where you took it from there. Awesome. So it started really young, actually, still in high school and stuff. I just took every chance I could get to perform, whether it be county fairs, state fairs, talent shows, things like that. Um, and I was just a natural networker, I guess. I was constantly trying to book my own spots anywhere I could and just connect with anyone I could that could help me uh, or if they needed beatboxing. And so I was kind of grinding like through that whole time in high school. And then I went to college and kind of along those same times that I was beatboxing in high school, I was also pursuing uh, lifeguarding and becoming a CNA, a, a certified nursing assistant. And I grew up in a home with a single mom and we didn't have very much. Mm -hmm. And I just had this mindset of, I need to be in the medical field so I can for sure guarantee having money. And so yeah. I was kind of living these two pathways at the same time. Uh, and in college, I started to actually really struggle with some dark times in my life, some depression, um, because I was suffocating myself from my passion, I guess. Like I totally gave up beatboxing in a way uh, and was diving wholeheartedly into going to nursing school and trying to become a nurse. 
Um, and it led to some really dark times. There's a really long story in there, but um, around that time, this was in 2015, October, 2015, I went to McDonald's with some friends and it was super late at night in the college town. There was this kind of, uh, I don't know, tradition of every week that we'd go to McDonald's like super late at night. So there's a ton of people in this McDonald's and I was beatboxing with the McDonald's cup to show some of my friends and some, one of them filmed it, my friend, Sean, and he put it up on his Facebook account. It went viral. And literally the next morning, it was like 53,000 views. And it went on on Facebook to get over a billion views, which is absolutely insane. Wow. Um, but a, a, like I said, I was depressed and I was praying like, should I be beatboxing? Should I not be? Should I be going to nursing school? Should I not be? And when that happened, I kind of took it as an answer from God who I was praying to um, that I should still beatbox and that I don't know what's going to come of it, but I shouldn't give that up. Uh, and I felt like that was a little bit of a nudge uh, or a big nudge in the right direction. <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's, that, that's really incredible. And, and the way that that turned out was I think the right place, right time, which is perfect. You know, from there, how did you advance your career with it? How did you get your yourself known? I know that you were on, you know, some pretty big arenas, America's got talent and, and, you know, I think I saw the Steve Harvey show and, and other things like that. You know, what what led to all of that and how did you kind of get yourself in that spotlight? Well, a lot of it I credit to the viral video happening because I, at the time also I was starting a YouTube channel trying to do some song covers on YouTube. And I thought when this video went viral, hey, I'm going to be like a full on YouTuber. I'm going to do YouTube for a living. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do song covers for a living with my friends. Uh, but instead, what happened is I didn't get hardly any YouTube subscribers from that. But my email inbox and my social media DMs just were flooded with tons of people asking me to speak at their events and beatbox, perform beatboxing at their events. And uh, with Steve Harvey and America's Got Talent and stuff like that, it was just, hey, can we play your video on our shows and just like help Steve Harvey actually use the words like, you experienced the first wave of going viral. Can I put you on my show and help you have a second wave? And people just really enjoyed mm -hmm. uh, sharing this video on, on whatever platform they could. Um, and so that's kind of what happened is I had people like Steve Harvey, different TV shows, Ridiculousness. Uh, they were just sharing my video left and right. And then uh, on my end, what I was doing is I was saying yes to every single opportunity that came to me when it came in regards to beatboxing and speaking and traveling. And I spoke at all kinds of things from, uh, you know, high school, like youth groups, all the way up to uh, some big conferences with uh, some YouTube influencers and and some entrepreneurs. Uh, one of them that I probably is one of the highlights for me was opening for Damon John. Uh, one of the sharks from Shark Tank, beatboxing at an at an event called Isaiah Fest. Um, but man, it just was a lot of traveling, a lot of go go go, and just beatboxing and speaking any chance I could. <laughs> and I think just being out there and about kind of helped get the name out there. Yeah, and I think that you know taking advantage of that opportunity and saying yes to everything, you know, really helped to move you forward. Whereas I think a lot of people may not understand that or might be hesitant 
but when you say yes to everything and you take every opportunity, it just, it leads to so much. Yeah. Well, and it was difficult too, right? Cause I was still in college. Um, and at the time I was making the switch from nursing to a communications degree and learning more about social media marketing and advertising. And, um, I was still very busy. I was taking like 16 credits. I had a job as a CNA <laughs> uh, working at a retirement uh, retirement home. And uh, there was a lot going on in my, in my immediate personal life, in my circle. Uh, and to be taking all these gigs and traveling and stuff and trying to fit everything in, it drove me mad for a little bit. I got, I got too busy for sure, but it was worth it to take those opportunities. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's, that's fantastic. You know, do you still, you know, what, what is it like today? How often do you do your beatboxing, speaking opportunities? You know, what, what is your life like with that now? Not as often, especially with the pandemic and everything. Um, but that is where I kind of get into podcasting. I, uh, I started it before COVID and everything, but I had a surgery uh, that they were working on my throat and um, I was kind of out of the game for a little bit and I wasn't traveling or beatboxing for like six months. And I was just like, what, what could I do from home? That is essentially the same thing as going and speaking at these events or beatboxing at these events and podcasting was the answer. And so I haven't done as much speaking as of lately. I really want to get back into that, especially the virtual kind of speaking. Uh, I've been trying to work on my setup here. I don't know if this is going to YouTube or anything, but I've got a camera now and some lighting and I'm trying to work on my my visuals so uh, I could be a, a virtual speaker and beatboxer uh, but for the most part I've been focusing on my podcast upbeat uh, and that's that's been a really cool thing to work on that's awesome you know where do you see yourself going within the future you know once the pandemic ends once life is back to normal you know do you think you eventually want to make the beatboxing speaking your full-time gig or, or where do you see yourself going with it what are your goals i would love to just kind of be a, a trifecta of all three of those things podcasting beatboxing and speaking uh, and ultimately i really want to encourage other people to use their time wisely and pursue the things that they really want to uh, I'd imagine I'm I'm in somewhat of the same category as you when it comes to motivational speaking and just encouraging people that they can do it regardless of how <laughs> weird their things might be. I mean, growing up, I was making weird noises with my mouth and people thought it was funny and cool, yeah. but it wasn't going to ever amount to anything. Uh, and obviously it has amounted to all kinds of other things and it's led me down the path that I'm supposed to be on. And I'm a firm believer that the more you pursue what you're passionate about, the more you uncover things that you didn't know that you'd be passionate about. Like I would have never found podcasting had I never started beatboxing like 15 years ago. Um, 100%. So I love to, to talk to people about that and any way I can, podcasting, speaking, those, those would be the uh, the dream goal right there to do that for a living. Yeah, no, that's, that's fantastic. I think that so many people are not doing something they love or enjoy. And, you know, when you can find that thing that you're truly passionate about and it just isn't work, then, you know, that's when you're, you'll become successful, you'll become fulfilled and it becomes a lot easier to do that. And I think that I'm lucky that at such a young age, I've found the things 
that I truly enjoy. And, you know, I wake up every day and I'm busy, but I, 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 you know, I never have a bad day. I love everything I'm doing. I'm so thankful that, you know, I have the life that I have and I'm able to do the things that I do. And I, I love seeing others, whether they have that already or on the path to uh, attain that for themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. Same here, man. I love it. Uh, even when there's things that I don't like to do, it's still like totally worth it. Um, yep. because I know that I'm passionate about the end result. <laughs> exactly. It's, you know, there's, there's stuff every day, you know, I had to do stuff today that, you know, for a while that I didn't enjoy necessarily doing, but if you, if you want the goal, the end goal enough, you need to fall in love with the process because the entire time you need to realize that this is leading to something. And if you don't love, or at least like the process, you're not going to do the process and then you'll never achieve the goal. And so, you know, if you can learn to like or love the process, you'll hit your goal a lot quicker. Yeah. Have you heard, uh, uh, have you heard of Anthony trucks? Are you familiar? Yeah, with no, I know. Uh, I, I know Anthony, he's a great guy. Okay. So I recently had him on my podcast and he said something really similar to what you just said in kind of a clever quote. He said, fall in love with the day, not just the destination. Yep. And I love that quote because uh, if you're if you're a constantly in dreamland, I mean, obviously it's good to have a dream, but if you're constantly in dreamland, uh, you can get frustrated with the process and with the day and and the things that you need to do. But if your dream is the everyday, if you fall in love with what you're doing every day, then that's where you're truly living. You know, hundred percent. It's just it's take it one day at a time. Win the day. You know, it's something I talk about all the time about having daily non-negotiables, daily actions. And you know, if you win the day, you know, those compound over time and eventually you'll achieve your goal. Win the day, enjoy the day, you know, go all in on the day. You don't need to focus on the the goal that's, you know, a hundred thousand feet above your head. Yeah. I love that. What uh, you know, what advice would you give to someone who's, you know, younger and maybe trying to find themselves or or, or misplaced or not sure what to do? Um, younger being like high school, college, whatever. Somewhere in that range, you know, not necessarily an age, but you know, just someone, and maybe I, I should have worded that differently. Just someone in general, who's trying to find their place, trying to, you know, figure out what's the best fit for them or, or, or go after their goal. Yeah. Cause I, I, yeah, that's right. Dumb question on my part, because I mean, essentially it's the same for anybody who's just starting, but yeah. I would say just to, to dedicate time each day to explore that. I think so often we just get in these mundane routines that suck, honestly, <laughs> and and you get so overwhelmed with that and you get so immersed in that that you don't pay attention to yourself. And you honestly, even though it might seem like your eyes are open and you're paying attention to things, you're not really paying attention to things. You're not really being self-aware. You're kind of sucked into this routine and just going through the motions. And so I would, I would definitely encourage people just to make time each day, whether it's five minutes, whether it's an hour, whether it's two hours, to explore the things that you really want to do and just experiment with all kinds of different things. And like I said, pay attention, keep your eyes open, pay attention to the things that make you feel good, that make you happy that when you did it and you've accomplished it, make you feel just immensely proud, pay attention to those things. And then once you start to know what they are, dedicate more and more and more time to that and just kind of find your niche per se. 
hundred percent. That's, that's awesome. I love that advice. Where can everyone find you, your website, social media, your podcast, things like that? Yeah. So I have kind of like a center hub for everything. And that is my website, parkercane.co, uh, parkercane, K-A-N-E.co. Uh, if they go to that website, they'll be able to find everything that I've got. So <laughs> awesome. Sounds good. We'll check it out there. And, and Parker, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Aaron. It was awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed it at all, if you got one thing out of it, we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you.